And now we have been, <laughs> actually been asked that. He was like, well, do you masturbate? Mm-hmm. Do you use toys? I said, if I'm going to do all that, I might as well get me a body. <laughs> I don't want to self-pleasure. If I'm going to I'm go back from all these years, mm-hmm. I'm going to get me a body and go all in, okay? You're listening to Suck in the Middle Podcast, a platform for entrepreneurs, innovators, artists, and movers and shakers of African descent. Hear stories, ideas, experiences, and advice on breaking the mold. This episode is brought to you by our online store. Visit sitmpodcast.com to shop Stuck in the Middle podcast gear. Yo, yo, yo. Stuck in the Middle podcast. I'm Uncle AK. Hey, I'm Reflex. Welcome to Stuck in the Middle podcast, y'all. Yeah, man. How you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Got a show tonight. By the time they watch this, show going to be over. But uh, yeah, look forward to the next one and come support me, man. I appreciate it. Are you ready? I'm ready. What you performing? I'm performing seven songs. Uh, we gonna, seven songs? Yeah, man. It's a 30-minute set, bro. It's a festival. It's the first. You're you the opening set, right? Yeah, I'm going to open set. Seven o'clock. We're going to be there. No African time, oh. We don't do it like that yeah, no man. more in 20 I'm going to show up in my African wear, dog. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, no man. doubt, no doubt, yes, sir, no yes, doubt, man. Hey, listen. If you are checking podcasts out for the first time, hit subscribe on YouTube. Mm-hmm. If you're checking it out on all other uh, podcast streamers, we appreciate you. Download it. Uh, subscribe. Uh, share it. Screenshots link that helps us grow. This podcast is sponsored by Perfect Office Solution, providing affordable, professional, luxurious office spaces for professional entrepreneurs in the DMV area. Even if you're not professional, you know, you're trapping in the basement, trapping in the living room, get you a $9.99 joint with promo code SITM Podcast. You get 10% off that, go down to like 70. You know what I'm saying? We're just hooking y'all up. So let them know we sent you Perfect Office Solution. You get 10% off your discount. Yep. Mm. We have a very special guest in the building, man. Yeah, man, I'm excited for this, bro. Yeah, yeah me too, me too, me too. Yeah, hey, before been... you know, we, I, I, I'm sorry to cut you off. We're gonna do a little bit of a little extended, extensive intro because you've you, you started this thing called uh, No Sex Zone. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying or bloggers be writing. So I'm gonna let you introduce it and all that. Yeah, definitely. Um, we started the No Sex Zone thing. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to highlight, you know, spark that under conversation. So a lot of people talk about mental health. They talk about sex. They talk about um, and whatever it is that people are talking about, you know, today. Um, if you're talking about sex, I feel like there should be a balance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, talking to my celibate people, I was like, "Yo, let's let's make this a house topic. You know, um, a household topic rather, mm-hmm. where people you know talk about it." And when we started the No Sex Zone thing, a lot of people were like, "Yo, what's up with this um, celibate celibate thing?" We sing yeah. it, you know, every week. Like, come on, let's have some balance. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, a friend of mine, shout out to Zaza. You know, she wrote her own blog on No Limits. No Limits. Yeah. So it challenges, you know, the celibate thing, mm-hmm. and I love that because it sparks conversations. Yeah. But um, to not talk too much, um, we have a very special guest in the building. I'm excited. She's a poet, speaker, liturgical minister. She's the CEO of Natural State of Mind and Nishanti Earth. Nishanti Earth. Yeah. Nishanti Earth, and the author of Celebrate Conversations. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Nick Curry to Stuck in the Middle Podcast. Yes, so, yes, so, peace and light. Why you keep saying that every time, you know? So, peace and light. I always say peace and light um, because it invites peace into our space, mm-hmm. you know, and then the word of God, it says life and death is in the power of the tongue. So I like to speak peace into my space um, when I first arise um, because God is peace. So I always like to say peace and light because he is that light. Mm. So peace and light. We hear a lot about, <clears throat> I was reading through your bio, um, your bio and it said liturgical minister. Uh, for people like us who don't know what that means, what is that? So a liturgical minister, I dance. I praise dance. So, oh, okay, you yeah. know, when you go to, I use, uh, I flag, I'm mm-hmm, a flagger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, usually when the, um, 
when at church and they have like a certain sex, uh, segment, we'll come out and we'll minister through dance. Oh, gotcha. So, yeah, so I do liturgical uh, dancing. Mm. Is anybody in your family like a father, pastor, or, you know, how'd you come to? Well, I come from, uh, I'm raised in church. Mm -hmm. um, both of my grandparents on both sides were bishops, pastors, um, my grandmother, an evangelist, my other grandmother, a prophetess. So it's embedded in me. Mm. And you <laughs> say yeah. your dad is Nigerian? Mm-hmm. And your mom is African-American? Oh, she's true African-American. So, so she's stuck I'm in the middle. African-American. <laughs> 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 now, but now, uh, who's Nikki Curry, though? Uh, Nikki Curry is um, a nurse. I'm a military nurse. Um, I'm also a holistic practitioner as well as a sound therapist. Um, I am a mother of three beautiful children and a grandmother of a one-year-old. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a poet. I, um, I love to read, of course, and I am an author. Mm -hmm. And I'm also a CEO, a business owner of Nashati Earth. Hmm. We're going to yeah. touch all of that. You got peeled yeah. onions, man. <laughs> <laughs> I also but do photography, too. What? I'm lost because you, you know, celebrating their mother, but yeah, we're going to unpack it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm here. <laughs> Celebrate Conversations. Um, the book, you're the author. Um, how did you come about this? You know, why the topic Celebrate Conversations? And, and yeah. I was in prayer one night, um, and as I was praying, because I am practicing celibacy, celibate conversations it was maybe two or three years before i actually started Wait, how long are you celibate i've been celibate for 19 years how many 19 wow mm. okay continue okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so i was in prayer one night and celibate conversations came about and i was just like celibate conversations and i kind of let it bypass and then again maybe two weeks later celibate conversations and then i seen a book so that's how celibate, I wrote it down in my prayer journal because I like to journal um, what the Lord speaks to me during my prayer time. Um, and then years later, it took me seven years to write this because I only wrote when the Holy Spirit led me to write. So that's how celibate conversations came about because celibacy is something sacred. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, our temples are supposed to be holy because that's what the word of God says, you know, be ye holy for I am holy. Yeah. Um, and our bodies is the temples of the Holy Spirit. So that's how celibate conversations came about because I want to honor God with my body, with my mind, with my spirit. So what, what kind of conversations do you have with people around you who otherwise aren't practicing celibacy? Um, I'm not a judgmental person. I talk to them about my journey. It's not easy. It has not been easy. Um, but we are in human form. But the thing that I always say is that I always ask the Holy Spirit to keep me. And those who even inquire about practicing celibacy or wanting to be on that journey is about disconnecting um, yourself from people, um, from sexual sin, pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, it's, like I said, it's not easy. Uh, <clears throat> from when you're used to doing something mm -hmm. and then you go away from doing it. Right. Like for me... When I had stopped, I my body went through a cold shock. Like I went through like <laughs> like a shock, like, wait a minute, you're mm -hmm. not getting this anymore. But because my mind is on the Lord, um, I said, I want to please him and I want to be that light to this dark world mm -hmm. and say that it is possible and it can be done because here I am. 19 years. 19 years, yes. Three kids. Um, how oh, yeah. did I come about? Yeah. Okay, so my children's father passed away. Um, so when I found out that I was pregnant with my daughter, 
I rededicated my life to the Lord because I have not been saved all my life. Yes, I've been raised in a church and mm -hmm. I'm just going to be real open yeah, here yeah, with yeah, you yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've sinned like everybody else. I fornicated like everyone else. Mm -hmm. I smoke, I drink like everybody else. Thanks. I am not perfect and I don't uh, portray like I am. Um, I have my flaws, uh, but I rededicated my life to the Lord and I said, God, here I am. You know, I was, I was at a point to where I wanted more from a relationship than just sex. You know, you can have sex with anyone. Everybody's experienced sex at some point in time in their life. But I wanted more to know more of uh, the person than just sex. So I want to define celibacy, you know what I'm saying, and abstinence. So you're at a point right now where it's like you're abstaining from marriage and relationships altogether, or you're just abstaining? No, I'm at, there's a difference between practicing celibacy and being abstinent. Yeah, I just want to set the baseline. You know so, yeah, so celibacy, so being abstinent means it's just for a small period of time. Mm. So eventually you're going to, when you find that right person, you're going to get back into it, right? Mm -hmm. So with celibacy, the difference is it's just like totally dedicating yourself. And until I get married, that's when I will experience that again. Mm. How important is um, God's presence in a relationship and um, does his presence signify um, or what impact does it have in the relationship or, you know, just practicing abstinence and celibacy, you know, um, all that. I'm bringing having the Lord in the relationship. Um, it makes it I say it makes it better and you both grow spiritually. Um, once you get married, you know that you're supposed to pray together to keep uh, the enemy away um, because the enemy doesn't like marriage. Mm -hmm. It doesn't like relationships. So, in, you know, two or three, you know, two coming together as one, um, the, the enemy doesn't like that. Right. So prayer and having God a part of your relationship is definitely important. So if you grow spiritually together, minus the intimacy, um, you'll be even stronger. So um, with the intimacy, you, uh, are you saying that uh, we can't be stronger? I, I think so, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're saying that if you're in a relationship, you can have sex and still be strong. That is possible, mm -hmm. but doing it God's way is different mm -hmm. because it's more so of a spiritual mm -hmm. connection. And not many know that when you have sex, even outside of, with anyone, you're forming a spiritual connection, which is a soul tie. Mm. Are you reading my notes or something? No. Mm. no. <laughs> so what's the concept of soul tie? Yeah. I'm sorry. What is soul tie? So a soul tie is when two people, spirit, come together and intertwine as one. So in the Bible, they didn't have marriage certificates. They didn't have someone in front of them saying, hey, this is your husband, this is your wife. How they were married is through intimacy. They had the white tent and mm -hmm. you went in the tent when they seen the blood on blood stain and the sheets were white. So when they seen the blood stain, they know that her had, you know, was broken mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. she was no longer a virgin. So that's how you were married. So just think that every person that you have sex with, biblically, you're marrying that person. So how whole and complete are you because you have sex with all these different people? You're actually married to all these different people. So are you completely like whole yet? They probably went in that journey and cut their finger and drug them. Yeah. You mentioned in your book, right? And I'm just going to read this straight up. Mm -hmm. um, our minds have become so clouded from the range of what's real towards right especially when it deals with god's plan for relationships and marriage um could you explain that 
when I say that our minds become clouded, um, because when you're in a when you're in a relationship mm-hmm. and you have sex with that person, your judgment of that person can become clouded. Because you, how do you really know that person but what he or she made you feel good? Yeah. You know, and if that person is really good, good, um, you're going to keep going back. And sometimes it's sex that keeps that person together mm-hmm. and call it and you call it love. I've heard, I've heard that a lot from, you know, people being <clears throat> on both sides of the fence that they want to get into know somebody on a different level is, you know, uh, abstaining from sex. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, at the same time, you could still be sexually active and still know the person. It's all your mindset. It's all in your mindset. If you decide to, I've, I, I personally feel like if you decide to just say, oh, man, the sex is good and ignore everything else, that's your problem. And mm-hmm. you shoot yourself in the foot. You know, um, yeah, it's good, but then how is this person like um, mm-hmm. mentally, spiritually? You have to dig into all those other things, not just focus on one thing. That's my take to it. So, who did you write this book for? Celibate conversations. When you went into writing, when I wrote it, I wrote it for any from teenagers all the way up to adults, whether you're married or not. Because again, um, celibacy and even just having a conversation, it's like your prayer to to the Lord. Mm. Um, it's not just for those who that, who are single. Um, so I wrote it for, it doesn't matter what religion you are. I wrote it in a open forum mm-hmm. to where it doesn't matter what religion you are, what color you are. Um, anyone can read it. Mm. Um, there are many books about celibacy and virginity out there. Um, what makes yours stand out, you know, from the other ones in circulation right now? Because it's my journey and it's my truth. Mm. That's what makes it stand out. In this book, right, um, there's a lot of, uh, quotes you know about the scripture mm-hmm. the, the bible and stuff that you mentioned earlier it's for everybody so what about like the muslims or um the mormons and you know those you know group of people who practice different religions what about them um i did put because i am a christian mm-hmm. um i did put some quotes from the bible in there uh, but it's still open you know as far as the the truth of the walk so yes i have quoted you know, with me being a Christian, I quoted some uh, scriptures on the Bible. Mm-hmm. So, yes, but it's still open for anyone to read. Now, uh, for people who are practicing, so you know, being celibacy, yes. um, <laughs> if you partake in fellatios and masturbation, does that take away from you know practicing celibacy? It actually does. How? And I was, and I have been <laughs> actually been asked that. He was like, "Well, do you masturbate? Mm-hmm. Do you use toys?" I said, "If I'm gonna do all that, I might as well get me a body." You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I don't want a self pleasure. If I'm a, if I'm gonna go back from all these years, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get me a body and go all in. Okay, <laughs> let's just be honest. Yeah. Um, but. Um, it's still sex. It's still sexual pleasure when you masturbate, when you... Uh, <laughs> Man, I'm about to cut this second, this little part right here and put it on the ground because I, <laughs> a lot of people, like, a lot of people it really is. don't think so. I was, really I was having a conversation with a young lady yesterday and, uh, yeah, because, you know, I've been I'm practicing celibacy as well and she was like, you don't masturbate? I was like, nah, bro, that word is first of all disgusting, but yeah, it's not about me today, it's about you. Oh. Wait. Well, you said a word is disgusting. Like, just spell it out. It's disgusting. Anyway, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's self pleasure. <laughs> so even with that, yourself, you're still pleasuring yourself. Mm. You know, again, celibacy. You're really you're dedicating your life to God, your spirit to God, your body. You, here I am. Use me. Right. You know. So you were, you were talking earlier about um, soul ties. Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Is there anything? Um, 
is there anything like, is there something wrong with casual sex like let's just say that you know you're not celibate is there something wrong with casual sex um sex is not sex is not wrong it's not wrong at all mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and it's what is the path that uh one takes so i can't say i shame you because you know you're having sex or because you're having sex no this is you know it's your own personal choice in your journey um so and god did not create sex for it to be bad so like the in the bible it says that the the bed is undefiled so whatever you do with your your husband or your wife is undefiled mm-hmm. so um i can't say anything is nasty mm. You have three kids, right? Yes. Um, and a grandson or daughter. Son. Grandson, yes. Yeah. Oh. Um, Damn. I'm, how old are you? I'm 40. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You just turned 40 this year, right? Yep. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 40 <laughs> cycles around the sun. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, grandchild. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to ask. I'm sorry. They said don't ask with my age, but. Oh, I don't mind. I'm 40 years old. <laughs> Thank you. Whoever Thank said you. that should smack himself. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? 40 cycles around the sun. Hey. Hey. But um, what kind of conversations do you have with your kids you know about sex or had with your kids about sex and currently having right now mm-hmm. oh I, i'm very with me being a nurse <laughs> i'm very open when it comes to talking to my children um so i talk to them about drugs sex and alcohol especially being in the medical field i've seen from 15 years old all the way up to maybe 72 contracting aids hrv or std so i talked to my children i said that you know what i was told my daughters when they were young once you give away your lotus flower we call it the lotus flower because when you open it up (laughs) and you let someone smell it um so (laughs) i'm sorry so we call it the the lotus flower and i told my children my daughters to protect your lotus flower and just not let anyone come in and i told my son you don't just don't release your seed into different women you know um before you get married um yes my daughter has a a child um no she's not married and no i did not condemn her i embraced her um and told her that we were gonna walk through she thought i would be disappointed um i was not I said he's supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. He's here. So, and I love my grandson to life. Being that you said that, I can't help but ask this question. Yes. Um, just a couple days back, Atlanta, you know, introduced uh, you know, the abortion law, um, saying it's a quote-unquote. A lot of states following up, yeah. Yeah, uh, how do you feel about that? Uh, what's your stand to it? Um, I, don't, I don't believe in abortion. Um, if it's a rape case, again, being in the medical field, that's different. Of course, you don't want to carry around... Uh, someone you know that violated you's child uh, that's different so it's like i'm against it if you willing you knowingly got pregnant or if you was drunk you got pregnant and then have an abortion but if it's like case by case that's uh, again different mm. it's funny i was on twitter earlier on uh, and so um some girl was mad about you know that that law and she goes okay if y'all keep putting all these restrictions <laughs> on women, yeah. what about the men? I mean, men masturbate, right? Wouldn't you say that's killing, you know, um, innocent <laughs> children, not even a child children? Like, <laughs> what's it that? You're not Saying any man who masturbates... down to the ground. This <laughs> <is terrible. laughs> yeah, people wilding, fam. Oh, man. Um... <laughs> You guys, see, we, you um, as men are releasers, 
and we as women we're carriers we're we're givers you know they always say a lot of women have stomach problems because we always carry we're carriers so when you guys release we we carry mm-hmm. um and and not a lot of people know that and that's very important like even when it comes again to uh relationships what you give and what you release emotionally, physically, mentally. And me, I said, when I get into a relationship, uh, stimulate my mind, give me a mental orgasm. Let me know you on that level. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. I got to ask this, and this is also from the book. Um, yes. You mentioned with pre-marital sex, children are born out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. Some end up becoming street kids, and in total, there is a break. there's a breakdown of social structure, right? Mm-hmm. Um I want to ask, you know, there are kids who were born, you know, with their dads and mom in the same house and they still end up in this um, social structure. Like, what really is wrong with, you know, having kids out of wedlock if there is something wrong with it, as you mentioned in this book? Well, I, it's nothing wrong with it because I did have my first child out of wedlock. I did. Um, we got married later. Mm-hmm. So, again, I'm very open in my book about my ups, my downs of my journey um, from the beginning um, up until the, you know, this continuous cycle um, journey that I'm on. So no, it's not bad that, how can I put this? Um, we all, I can't say that children are a mistake because I was told that I, I, was, I was almost made to have an abortion with my son. And I said, no. I said, I knew what I was doing. I should have protected myself. I'm going to raise my child. And that's exactly what I did. So um, it's just about being responsible, you know, when you're having sex. But if you still have a child out of wedlock, you know, I don't believe in, you know, killing that, you know, aborting that child or um, not having it or, you know, Mm -hmm. I just don't because I had my son out of wedlock. Mm. You speak a lot about, you know, dating in your your book and you you mentioned if if a guy doesn't come correct, you know, just stay over there. Like, don't come expecting sex and all that stuff. So what's the difference between um, dating, courtship, you know, being in a committed relationship, all tying, you know, with being celibate and sex? Um, courting is, you don't hear about courting anymore. Yeah, it's um, like an arcade term. Yeah, yeah, yeah just like being celibate. Um, <laughs> so a, a man courting a woman, that's like the, I'm getting to know you, the you know, your likes, your dislikes. Um, and then that's what leads up into a relationship, you know, just courting. You're not dating, you're not together. But you're just like it's just like let me let me see what we this. talking yeah yeah you know we talk we, we talk we together but we not together mm-hmm. you know so as I always say um, so it's the courting um, part of it is just getting to know that person you know I I was in a relationship to where the guy courted me for a couple of months and then we started dating um, of course it, I'm not in one now because he could not. Um, he wanted uh, yeah. some beans. The banana. <laughs> <laughs> he could not handle the... The pom Yeah, he wanted he, the pom-pom. He uh, ran away. <laughs> he said, I cannot handle. Yeah, so... Um, and then he, he did cheat on me with someone. Um, and real quick, just to go back, um, on the military base at work, um, a guy came up to me because everybody knows about my book. He said, the guy, I don't know how we got into the conversation, but he said, if I was to date you, I would date you, but I would still fulfill my needs outside of our relationship. 
then if you're going to do that, then we don't need to be together and you're not the one. Mm. You know, it just kind of took me when he was like, I would want to be with you, but a man has needs is mm-hmm. what he said. He said he would be intimate with someone else, but still want to be with me. And I said, then you're not the one, and, mm. you know. I can't help but ask. Right? Yeah. You can't help but ask a lot of things. Right? Yeah, man. Because, you know, I have, I have this conversation with a lot of people and and I hear them talk about, oh, I can date five, six people at the same time. Oh, that's, so that's too if, much. I mean. that's too. First of all, that's too much energy uh-huh. to be given. I'm having trouble managing one. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's too much energy to get to know. I'm dating you. I'm dating you. And I'm talking to him. No, that's too much. I need to focus on one person. <laughs> That's it. I can't do the. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, as a, you know, as the man said, like if he's dating you, I mean, it's okay if he goes and you know do it because you guys are just dating, right? You're not in a relationship per se. So what's wrong with him, you know, satisfying that need of his while he's still dating you? And then what if he eventually said, oh, you know what? Actually, all them other people don't matter. You matter. Well, he should have made that decision before he came to me. Okay. <laughs> man, let's switch topics, right? Okay. Man, I want to get to know some, you know, so this natural state of mind, Mashati, Earth, you know? Um, so natural state of mind is coming back to our natural state in our mind, our body, our spirit. So that's how natural state of mind came about. Um and I, I had I have a tea collection for a natural state oh, okay. of mind. Okay, I was gonna well. ask—is like a practice, like you know, you know? Oh, natural state of mind is just like you know, it ties into Nishati Earth, the whole holistic uh, being one in your mind, body, mm-hmm. and spirit, mm-hmm. um, and your soul. Of course, belongs to God, but mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's just going back to your natural state, and it, whether it's your hair, whether it's your mind, your spirit. Just going back to your natural. What kind of services do you offer? Um, I do Reiki. I do sound therapy. You do what? Reiki. What's that? Okay, so Reiki is an energy therapy. So it helps to clear any negative energy. I don't know if you guys heard of chakras, like Mm -mm. chakra balancing. Mm -mm. So, okay, so we all are energetic beings. Thanks. Okay, and so we have uh, chakras down from like our crown chakra, um, our third eye, our throat chakra, our heart chakra, our solar plexus, and our sacral and our root, which is our feet, keep us grounded. Um, so I help clear any stagnant energy that may be stuck through your chakras. And so, how do you do that? So you one of them people that be standing on people? No. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I don't do that. So, you be burning like all them herbs around people, you know, like <laughs> um, no. invoking spirits. No, okay. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't do that. So, um, so <laughs> Reiki. So you would be laying down on a massage table, and like I would put my hands over you to see your chakras to see what chakra is um is out of not balance. yes out of balance, and then so I will allow the universal life force energy to flow. And it will go to where it needs to go to unblock your energy channels or mm. your meridians. Because you all heard of acupuncture. Mm-hmm. So Reiki is a Japanese form of healing, just like acupuncture is. You know, when you um, have put the needle on certain mm-hmm. points of your body, it helps. I think it's scary, man. No, it's not. I get acupuncture done. Oh, it's scary. It looks scary as hell. It helps keep your organs and stuff functioning. Um, it keeps your body, like, keeps your body detoxed and clean. When it, when it poke it it hurts though i, mean, I guess because i'm used no. to it no one does you had it done before it doesn't hurt okay yeah, yeah. Well, going. Hey, on me. <laughs> where do you study stuff like this sound therapy um oh no, sound- answer that first okay so 
Where do you study stuff like this? Um, there's a lot of, uh, like, I'm certified through the Washington uh, Holistic Institute. Mm -hmm. So that's where I learned a lot of my, tra got a lot of my trainings from. Um, and there's also other Reiki masters mm -hmm. that are in the area that train and teach as well. What's sound therapy? So sound therapy is where I have a crystal healing bowl um, for Ooh. the. Uh, no, no, sound complete. No, leave, leave it, leave it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, no, no. We're not going there. <laughs> now finish, finish. finish. <laughs> I want to hear this. Finish. I want to hear this. So uh, on on the medical side, from the nursing side, I'm gonna say. So so our bodies have our bones have crystalline in them. So we have crystals in our bones, um, crystallized, crystallization in our bones. So when I play the crystal healing bowl, um, your the cell it heals on a cellular and a molecular level. So when I'm playing the bowls, you feel it. Like it's like you're is awakening your cells. Well, you say you're playing the bowls. Like what do you mean? It's like one of them things. Like, it's a and then you just, yeah, you see, just see, enter they some place. They know and you don't know. Ah, you'll be stuck there. Listen, <laughs> get out. You seen Get Out? You know no. what? It's not like Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It is you wake not up like with some white girl. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> it's not like Get Out. <laughs> she had a tea. Yes. No, but uh, but the singing bowls, it, it helps with PTSD, anxiety, depression. Oh, you do that in the base to, um, to the, you know. Military. Yeah. Yes. And I also have clients outside okay. uh, that come to see me. Um, it so you got government contracts. So you get government contracts with stuff like that mm -hmm. to perform. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. so it, are you looking for a business partner? <laughs> um, I, I am. Okay. You better learn that. You better pull over the big old boy. <laughs> but, but it does. It's very, it's, it's very healing. It really is. I got to, I mean, you know, I'm African to the core. So, you know, there's just certain things that I'm just like, what is not understood you know, people are like, oh, that's evil, that's voodoo. That's not, no, what's I don't not, practice. What's none not of understood that. is feared. Correct. No, I mean, I got it. I mean, I got to try it. It's not, it's, it's not mostly fear. It's just not being, it's not being aware, you know, that, oh, this is, that awareness, you know, is not there. So yeah, I'm glad you know you embrace your ignorance. Yeah. I'm, that wasn't a shade, by the way. That's just yeah. being like, <laughs> no, no, no. That wasn't a shade. That's just being like, yeah, no I don't shade. know. And I ask. You feel me? <laughs> I love you, bro. Like you know. Okay. Shots fired. Don't worry, I'm coming for you. I'll wait this evening. When <laughs> just, just there, perform the wrong song. You hear me in the crowd? <laughs> Boo. So what? What kind of struggles do you face? You know, in this journey of celibacy, yeah. 19 years and uh, and counting. Um, the struggles just staying out of the way of temptation. Mm. Um. How do, you, how do you do it? Just not putting myself in a position. You so know, you I have male and stuff like that. Oh goodness, I haven't been clubbing since I was seventeen. Mm. Wow. Mm. wow. Yeah, I, I I'm no. <laughs> I I haven't been in a club and I don't know. Yeah, since I was seventeen. So you don't know what twerking I don't drink. is. Yes, I know what twerking <laughs> okay, is because cool. I have just three like three children. Um, I have kids, so of course I hear the music that they listen to, and I see the videos, and I'm like, "What's this?" Okay, so they have to explain some things, but I'm just like, "That's doing too much." But, um, but yes, uh, I, I don't drink, I don't smoke, um, I, I work, I go to school, I go to church, and I raise my children. Mm. What are you studying right now? Um, to get my become a nurse practitioner, mm. Um, mm. cardiac. I already have my bachelor's in psychology because it's all about the mind and the heart. Um, and then I'll specialize in cardiac because I love the heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me you ask know, you this. Yes. Being that, you know, oh, you got your business, you know, you are a nurse for the military, you, you know, studying to become a nurse practitioner. Mm -hmm. 
Um, do you find it hard to date? Yes, I do. And what are the issues in that domain? Is it that the men are more, um, like the men are scared? Um, interested in sex? Interested in oh, sex? Are you too busy? Like, the, the problem that I run into is I'm very open and honest in the beginning. And I tell them, hey, I'm practicing celibacy. I want to wait till I get married to experience that. You know, if you want to date me, that's what it is. Sometimes I say, oh, I can do it. And then like, you know what? After a couple of weeks, like, no, I can't. You know, so um, there was one particular person I dated for three years. And somebody mentioned, like, are you forcing him to be celibate because you're celibate? No. He knew what, you know, what journey I'm on when, I, when he first came into the relationship. So um, I said, no. I said, he said that he wanted to be on this journey with me and we would experience each other after we got married. But he... Three years he lasted three years and then after that coming up on a three and a half four years he and bro you can just out. bought a ring man he lost a good thing my he brother. actually did he lost a good <laughs> I was engaged oh okay 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 uh. to him um, and because of his uh, his infidelity um, uh, yeah oh you did the right mm. thing yeah you did the right thing let me ask you this again yeah. um, this guy. <laughs> 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 we're talking celibacy right yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna ask as many questions as I can yeah come on uh, you're dating him for three years um, being that you celibate there's kissing um, Rome, um, holding hands um, grabbing body parts oh stuff yeah. like that is that part of it or no it adds up that stuff adds up so yes I kissed um, touching not so much touching um, yes, we hold hands because I'm all about public intimacy, which is holding hands or, you know, being cuddled up with your boo. Mm-hmm. Um, Netflix y- and you, no. <laughs> no, we've slept in the same bed. Okay, okay. He's come over and spend the night or go over his house and spend the night. We slept in the same bed okay. and we've cuddled, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. So what if you what if you found him masturbating? How would you have felt about that? I never, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just asking. You know? <laughs> no, like, <laughs> no. If I found him, I which I did. I ever. I think he went to the bathroom one time. But um, if he's mas- that's what he does. Like if that's what he want to do, that's what he do. I know that he's masturbating. And he's not in someone else. You mm. know, I'd rather him. You know, to relieve himself through masturbation than to go with another just what if he put like a Harvey Weinstein thing yeah. like in the room and he's just like he's looking at you and just <laughs> <laughs> how would you have felt about that <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that one <laughs> In all seriousness, in all seriousness, from my experience, though, like stuff adds up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, if I have too much conversations around sex, like you know, we do the I'll be honest when we do the couch talks, I when everybody's going, I struggle, you know what I'm saying? Because that the conversation is like it adds just up. Stimulating. I watch Game of Thrones. And then go watch another movie, you know, too much, it just adds up, adds up. And then next thing you know, you like, you can't reach. I just go take a cold shower or I just go to sleep. I like that. <laughs> I like that. He's being honest. Yeah, no, I like that. I, I'm just trying to imagine. <laughs> you know what? Hold on. Well, I just go to sleep. So, I, you know what I'm saying? I just stay away from stuff like that. If the conversation is too much around that, I just, you know, exit myself. Because then or, you start thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, man. Because, you know, it starts with the thought. 
And then no. once you think about it, your uh, body begins to respond and begins to act to it. Yeah. Now I see why you always wake up and leave and then come back after about oh. a minute or two. Yeah, man. Oh, damn, that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. But now in all seriousness, right, uh, with your business and stuff, um, well, how long have you had it? Um, I've had I've had Nashati Earth for almost a year and a half. Oh, okay. Uh, what, what, anniversary. what, um, difficulties you know do you face in this business venture? Um, getting clientele and people understanding a holistic alternative health. Um, if you think about our ancestors, as far as it comes to Eastern medicine, they didn't have the pills, you know, different pills. You know, you take the Western medicine, you take one pill, it counteracts this one, then they got to give you another pill for that one. Next thing you know, you're taking like 20 pills for one symptom mm -hmm. to counteract the other one. So just think of our ancestors when they were out in the field, they used herbs. They use spices to heal. They use different paste and mixtures to help heal the body. Why can't we go back to that way of healing, holistic alternative health? Mm -hmm. um, in 2015, I was diagnosed with um, Crohn's and IBS, which is um, intestinal. Um, I was diagnosed with that and the doctor had me on 20 different pills. I didn't know if I was coming or going. One of them was making me lose my memory. I was either throwing up blood or I was pooping blood. I couldn't hold down food. And I took it to my holistic doctor who I was seeing before that, before I got diagnosed because I kept having stomach problems. Mm -hmm. And she gave me herb form for all those pills. So that August, I was supposed to have my surgery to have part of my intestines removed. And they had to, I had to swallow a camera, which goes throughout my intestines to see where they need to remove or how bad it has gotten. If you see a, see the picture from the camera, how bad my intestines was, to it completely healed. When I say it was completely healed, it's pink and healthy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm a believer in natural health, natural thin, holistic herbs, mm -hmm. spices. Um, just like if someone is a diabetic, black seed oil helps with diabetes. It helps with um, high cholesterol. It helps with high blood pressure. There's different herbs that help with different needs of our. Uh, what about what about an alcoholic? You know how you have the red, the the, the pink um, liver, and then the black liver. So let's just say an alcoholic, you know, with the black liver, with this holistic treatments and stuff, can that bring it back? Yes. Hey. Yes. If not yet, nobody talk about you die from alcohol. Ah. You just come here. Eh? <laughs> just come this way. Now nah, listen. Uh, You're not archery. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have heat stroke on the road again. <laughs> and it, <laughs> that's a story we got. We got. We got to bless y'all with yeah. anything we haven't touched on that you want to, you know, let the people hear right now. Um. No, you guys asked me some some great questions. Um. There's nothing really. Do you have any shows coming up? Um, any oh. uh, speaking engagements? You know, stuff like that. Yes, Plug it in. I do. There's a conference in July. It's in Texas. It's called Return to Holiness, mm -hmm. um, which will be a whole bunch of liturgical <clears throat> dancers there, different ministers, and we'll actually be dancing and warring um, in the spirit of Return to Holiness. Um, and I did reach out to the coordinator of that um, about um, my book. She actually purchased my book. And um, so we're going to, I'm going to be there speaking about my book um, and talking about it, uh, talking about my book and also doing liturgical ministering mm. um, as people. well. Because, re yeah, return, return the holiness. Mm. You know, the holiness is still right. It is. No doubt about it's, that. It's still right. Thanks. Thanks. Um, before we close out, um, this is your first book. Yes. Um, do you have any others coming? Uh, are you currently writing um, in terms of, you know, books? 
What's what's going on that domain? Yes, my second book is currently in the works, which is called Bowtie Lies and Pastel Pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bowtie Lies is about um, being in a relationship. Um, what's your hidden secret in your relationship? What are you trying to? Because we all know when you first start dating, you let that person see who you want them to see mm-hmm. in the beginning so you can have that person. And mm-hmm. then later on down the line, that's when they actually know you know you. But so what it, What are you hiding? What's your pastel? What, what female, you know, what's pretty to you? For us females, what's handsome to us? Bold tie lies and pastel pain. Because if you don't know that person in the beginning, heartache and pain could be down the line, mm-hmm. you know? And like, as I was saying earlier, in the beginning, I tell you who I am. Some people say I have no uh, filter. Because I like to be honest. Um, I don't want to waste anyone's time mm-hmm. or play around with anyone's feelings. So pastel pain and both tie lives. And my third book uh, is called No Title. So Yeah. Nothing to say about that. Like yes, you said, sir. no, no title. title. Hey, How man. can people connect with you? Um, your social media, you know, you personally, all that stuff. Um, you, I can be contact. Uh, my phone number is 443-308-3344. My email is celibateconversations at gmail.com. Um, for the holistic part is nishati, N-I-S-H-A-T-I, earth, E-A-R-T-H, at gmail.com. Also, you can go to www.nishatiearth.com. And for my book um, is www.celebrateconversations.com to purchase. It is also available on Amazon, iBooks, Kindle, and Barnes and Noble. Mm. Appreciate Man. it. Appreciate Thank you, you coming, coming through, talking with us. Thank you, gentlemen, for having me. Two kings. Yeah, so. And I'm stuck in the middle. Yes, yeah, so. Okay. Tell them. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Stuck in the Middle podcast. You can email us at stuckinthemiddle237 at gmail.com. Stay connected with us on social media at SITM Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and SoundCloud. And visit us on the web at sitmpodcast.com.